Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We're joined today by Eman Carlos, a man hey. who is making a great <laughs> reputation for himself inside and outside the ring. How are you today, brother? I'm good, man. Yourself? Yeah, no, I'm excellent. I'm, I'm stoked that you're here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been trying to get you in for a few weeks and finally our schedules both. Yeah, both I, I know. We've been in talks for a while, but yeah. we're here today. Yeah, what are you up and, to um, at the moment? No, not much. Um, I'm a bit on a break at the moment, um, just enjoying, enjoying the time off. And then um, big year next year. That's yeah. what I say. And just uh, refreshing the body, refueling, and yeah, just looking forward to the the following year. So, were you were you um, meant to be fighting before the end of the year, or were you originally planning to be fighting before the end of the year, or was the the plan always to have a bit of time off? Um, there were a few things in the pipeline, but um, after like I know I've only had two fights this year, but there've been two hectic fights and. I uh, experienced my first 10-rounder. Mm-hmm. And then after that, against West Kappa. And I fought um, and I told my team that I think maybe the best option was to just have a bit of a rest and then refresh and then go hard 2020. Would you say that was the biggest victory of your career? By far, biggest victory. And um, the fight before that against Wayne Ryan was um, absolute war and I was happy to walk away with a win. Two big challenges. Yeah. So it's only been two fights, but I'll say it's been a hectic year. Yeah. Four fight winning streak now for um, you, right? Yes. Four wins. And then before that, you fought Cowboy Richie and you took that on, on a week and a, a half. A week and notice. a half notice. Yeah. Yeah. Had, I mean, looking in back in hindsight that you've shared the ring with Cowboy and now with all his tragic passing, mm-hmm. how does how does that sort of sit with you now? You know, it hasn't quite like sunk in. Still a little bit of shock about the news, but... You know, I'm I'm really honored to have shared the ring with uh, with Dwight Ritchie. You know, it's been an honor. Um, and besides all that, it's been uh, great. You know, we still kept in contact after. Um, we were actually training partners, sparring partners. But yeah, it hasn't quite sunk in yet. I'm a bit, I'm still now a bit sad what yeah. happened. Yeah, no, it is devastating, mate. And the whole boxing community mm. and obviously the team Alice Go, GoFundMe for his family yeah. is still going. So guys, if you're listening, go get on that. But uh, on a different note, mate, I'd, I'm I'm interested to know how your journey with boxing started. I know you I know you were playing rugby league for a little while, and you even played for Storm under twenty. Yeah, so I um I represented Storm. Um, they have this thing called the SG Ball SG Ball competition, which is which is basically um the under 18s of NRL. So it's like your top under 18s, and every week we would fly down to Sydney and compete against um you know your other NRL clubs. Um, so I, I represented Melbourne Storm. I got a call up. And I got a um, opportunity to, to try out for the under twenties. Yep. I actually made the squad, but um, one thing led to another. Uh, it didn't quite work out. I had um, I dislocated my shoulder twice, and I uh, just didn't pan out what I wanted. And it was I went through a hard stage at at that time, especially at eighteen. Um, you know, if to, like um, like having a dream towards like a, a rugby mm. league career, and then. Just you know, not quite catching the train and getting told that you know it's not, you know it's not the uh, the career that you have to pursue. So um, I went through a hard stage, but uh, when one door closes, another one opens, and that's how I found boxing. Mm. It must have been a, a, a difficult time for sure because you would have gone through all your, your teenage years, played all yeah. your rep rugby, just working yeah, towards exactly. this, conditioning yourself mm. to then eventually take that next step. But it's just so fragile. It is these yeah. careers, especially these sports that are so mm. you know full Brutal. on like like rugby and like boxing as well you can't take 100%. it for granted yeah so just like with um with boxing and rugby you know i, I sacrificed a lot as a kid and um i just put all my eggs in one the one basket then when i got told 
you can't play rugby anymore, then I was just, yeah, mm. a bit of a heartbroken. So your phys- your physique must have changed quite a lot since it did it all. Um, before like I, I had a few um, I had a few fights in the, um the the association mm. down at Brunswick, a lot of wins, a lot of losses. It was up and down. Um, then I taken then I done my shoulder. Uh, taken about two years off. I started doing a lot of weights and I was sitting about 95 kilos. And then, um, wow. yeah, so I was a heavyweight. Um, then I got um, uh, I got a call up to get the surgery on my shoulder at 95. So I thought, you know what, stuff it. I'm going to have a fight as super heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I fought a super heavyweight. I would never do it again. I ended up winning. The guy yeah, was about 10 and 0. Wow. But then I got the surgery and I thought, you know what, um, since the rugby is all, was all finished, why not I give uh, boxing a try? I've kind of been around the environment. My father was a ex-fighter himself, so yep. um, you know, seeing him train and prepare a fight was always um, motivated or inspir- inspired by what he done. Mm. So I thought I'd give it a crack, and I haven't looked back since. Have and in on with your father as well. Do you have much of a memory of his fighting career? Uh, uh yeah, I do. I do a little bit. Like I said, like um, him just what really he's with us in the house <laughs> today by the way so shout outs <laughs> um yeah what really interests me was him preparing for fights it was something that i really really liked um we got many photos at home and trophies and uh yeah it's definitely a motivation for me mm. and something for you to obviously aspire to as well exactly, to get to yeah. those sorts of levels too mm. Yeah. So then you made the transition from uh, rugby rugby to boxing, and I'm interested about the physique change over time. Did you have to sort of monitor your program so you weren't as has weights heavy or? Like it, when I had that fight at super heavyweight, I knew that you know it's definitely not my weight. But as as I kept training, it just kind of kind of came off, and I ended up ended up being just middleweight. You know, like just my natural weight. Um, you know, boxing is a high intensity sport, and I just naturally dropped the weight. Hmm. Um, I had my first professional fight at super middle, 76. But besides all that, I didn't really struggle to make weight. Really? Mm. And then what about the different training regimes? Was it really like a shock to you having, you know, probably eating rice and meat the whole time Tell while me, you're doing yeah, it? It's, while it's, you're it's, all, it's all like, even till now, it's still the, like boxing a... Salads, <laughs> yeah, you know? it's, even till now, like it's still, I'm still learning about myself, my body, uh, about food and stuff. But besides all that, um, yeah, just... The work rate of boxing just strips all my weight down. Mm. So, and so you've been active for what four years now in the pro scene. Probably about this will be my third year as a professional. Third year as a third professional, year. man. That's so. That's yeah. So, so everything's soon. happening so quick. I never expected to be where I am now. Um, and I definitely was one of my biggest goals as before I even started was to be ranked number one in Australia, the Australian National Boxing Federation, and um, I've I've accomplished that, and now. Yeah, sky's the limit, I guess. So. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you're 26? 27. 27. So you really haven't hit your physical peak yet either. So it's really exciting, you know. Mm. Uh, men normally tend to hit their physical peak around 30 <laughs> sort of things. So yeah. yeah. Do you agree? I hope so. I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope so as well. You were meant to fight Tim Zoo as well. Yeah, so yeah, that was that was actually, um, I was uh, 3-0 and at the time. Uh, and he was 4-0. They offered me the fight. I accepted the challenge and um it's a very unusual sort of fight to happen seeing as though you were both undefeated big prospects actually i actually thought that he overlooked me um he was meant to travel down to victoria and i think he was looking for someone someone that he could i reckon beat mm. pretty pretty easy so uh they offered me the challenge um but unfortunately it didn't work out um i think that 
coming to the fight, I would have spoiled that um that record. I reckon I was probably a little bit of a threat to that, yeah, to his record. Really, and I don't think he was um willing to take the risk. But it's, now, I mean, almost the boxing gods would would smile on that <laughs> because now you guys are both like stars in Australia in oh, general, thanks. not on the boxing <laughs> scene, you know. And thanks, Jake. and that that sort of um matchup is like is. People like me would lick their lips at, that, at the potential. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, uh, yeah, there would be an awesome fight, and um, I'm hoping that that does come true. Yeah, but um, if it does, it does. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, one of the things about your style that people really do love that does that does make you a really popular figure and has make like built you a big fan base is uh, your sort of flamboyant style. You know, walking out <laughs> towards the ring and and the fact that you bring your heritage with you as well. Mm. Tell us about about that and well, how, what that um, means to you. I'm I'm a uh, I love my Mexican uh, my Mexican fighters and I always see them walk out in their you know the the sombreros you know that the um the ponchos and I thought like why not represent my culture a little bit similar to like that with the headpiece and the island drums and use that use that vibe use that uh, energy when I go into towards the ring mm. just like uh you know your Mexican fighters yeah yeah and bring a little bit of uh yeah heritage and culture into it. And how do you find that people respond to that? It's 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 really good. Like I just feed off the energy. Um, as soon as I hear the drums play, as soon as I walk out, I can see like all the people looking, go, "Wow, look look at this kid!" You know, and, and it gives a bit of attention and it builds a bit of hype. Yeah. And um, I guess I just feed off that energy. Yeah. And how are you feeling when you do go into the like in terms of your mentality? Are you, would you say that you're a confident fighter beforehand? I've, everyone's kind of different. Um, I actually work off my like nerves um the more nervous i am i reckon the more i fight better um people might work different differently but to me nerves plays a big part keeps me alert keeps me sharp mm-hmm. mm. the well i was listening to paul firefield because i'm fighting on on friday oh. and uh yeah i was listening to paul firefield talking to all of us who are mm. fighting on friday um for the fight fit challenge and he was saying you know You'll never feel so alive as when you're fighting. Man, you're I tell you so now, alive. there's no better feeling. You can't get no feeling anywhere besides in that ring. Oh, absolutely. There's something about it. And it's a it's an addictive feeling, you know. You just can't yeah, mm. can't get anywhere else. And Paul Paul said that it's important to feel those nerves and embrace those nerves and then grab it. Like exactly. Grab them and really own them as opposed to letting them stop you from doing what you want to do. Yeah, he's exactly right. That's that's how that's how I put it as well. Yeah. Would you say that that's that's something that you try and really grab onto and feed exactly off that, those? No, that's exactly what I, uh, how I would picture it towards a fight is just, yeah, just really uh, taking the atmosphere, lights, cameras in action, mm. all the cameras and stuff and, and just feeding off their energy. Mm. What, what about past fighters and current fighters is there anybody that you sort of look at and you love watching them fight or you love um, the way they go about it i'm a big fan of like um fighters that have a bit of character behind them you know mm. they, they can actually talk and talk to talk and walk to walk and um but besides all that i have many different fighters that i like and i think that's what creates my style a little bit i take a little bit from everything and uh, adapt it to what's me yeah so would you say that in terms of character and stuff you'd look at guys like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, a little bit of aggression like Mike Tyson. Um, actually, I'm not, it really depends on how you, how you put it, but I like a little bit of the trash talking, mm. like uh, Conor McGregor, even though he's MMA, but I like that kind of stuff and I find that very entertaining. Yeah, it is. And I think that's what people want to see as well because 
you know, as much as as a fighter, you can appreciate the respect between them. Yeah. <laughs> as a spectator, you know, you, yeah. you kind of you kind of want to see a bit of argy bargy. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> all it's, it's entertaining business. So. Do, you, do you watch UFC at all? I watch a little bit, but not really. I'm not, I'm just a massive boxing fan. So. Really? So yeah. you you watch it? You watch the Australian boxing, international boxing, massive Australian boxing, world boxing. And is there anybody you really want to get your hands on in the uh, in the Australian scene? Um. If Sander gave me a, a wish list, mm. it would just have to be the top guys on top of the ladder. You know, I've um, I've taken on Wade Ryan, West Cap, and now I'm just looking forward. Um, so I'm looking at your names, like your big names, like Jeff Horn, your Mike Zarafas, Tim Zhu, Tommy Brown. Anyone who's in front, I'm looking to uh, to fight and hopefully get the opportunity to. Christmas is coming up, mate. So fingers crossed. <laughs> well, so, what does twenty twenty look like for you then? I know you're still working. Tell us about your sort of work. Ah, uh, yeah, um, I'm still working. Uh, still working in the factory, forklift driving down there. Um, it is getting a bit hard, uh, especially finding time off work. The last two fights that I had, I've taken uh, basically three months off work unpaid. Now I'm just trying to find uh, the works is. I understand where they're coming from. I don't think they can give me the time now. Mm. But taking these bigger fights ahead, especially like your guys who are on top of the ladder, I can't afford to work and train at the same time. So shout out to all my part-time fighters. The, yeah. sh the struggle was real. Oh, uh, so um, yeah, that's the main concern really, just trying to get out of work. You, know, you spend eight hours, nine hours on your feet and then you're training. And I feel like that I'm not feeling my full potential. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. But hopefully we'll get there. It's just not. It's uh, that's why you know people think, oh, why do Australian boxers not be, not able to yeah. you know, kill it on the world stage? Well, you're like living proof of <laughs> yeah. why because they should be getting sponsorships. <laughs> they should be sponsored as an amateur, you know, yeah, and then all the way through. And we 100%. should be looking after our athletes. But that's a different. I could beef about that all day. <laughs> <laughs> but I had Jade Mitchell a few weeks ago, and he uh, really drew a line in the sand after mm. he had a loss to Ryan Breeze his only loss of his career and he sort yep. of just said i'm gonna just go all or nothing now but that's obviously much easier said than done, done. exactly right you know, it's a bit hard now you know, so i got like like just like anyone else um you know bills i got a mortgage and stuff but um hopefully one day that um you know i can do something that i love full time mm. and that's definitely you know my dream but we'll get there yeah do you see yourself entering that world you know in the next few years in terms of like being having been able to like live off 100 like um like i said before having that when i turn pro having that goal to become uh like just rank number one in the australian national boxing record um that just goes to show that i've accomplished that dream and you know like i never thought that i would have come this far but look at me now i'm very blessed mm. and um so hopefully you know sky's the limit since after that i've achieved that in such a short amount of time three years Knows, it's, it really yeah, is quite so amazing. You burst onto the scene in a big way. It's and been happening really quick, and man, I'm just loving the journey. Like moments like this, I will uh, cherish. You know, like yeah, yeah I really enjoy it. Man. I cherish <laughs> Thanks, it more than anyone. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Thanks, Jake. And uh, do you think that your your training like is particularly like rigorous? Do you like to really push yourself, and that's why you've achieved these results, or do you reckon it's a natural athleticism that's pushed you along? Or um, oh, I'm a big believer in um in hard work hard work pays off um but like i said before like each each fight that i take i get i just learn and we just become better and better each fight and the preparation becomes better if it makes any sense um i also got a great stable down at the beast fight club hmm. we've got a few other pros and amateurs and we've got a good team environment and we all feed off each other 
I do also do a lot of sparring with uh, with Campbell Somerville, and just seeing him work, how hard he works, is definitely something that I inspired to to he do as well. He was an Olympic. Uh, uh, manager, he? I think he was Commonwealth Commonwealth right. right. and just to see him come to the gym and, and um, doing a lot behind the scenes not at the gym is, uh, is definitely an eye opener for me and, and pushes me to be something like what, that what, and, um, what's he up to at the moment um, I think he's actually fighting he's fighting this weekend yeah um, they got the Olympic trials so he, he's looking to get on that Tokyo 2020? He's looking, yep. So I think it's all happening this weekend. So Amazing. Yeah, a lot of my mates are doing Good luck, yep. brother. Good luck, mate. And also <laughs> Harry Garside. Harry Gar- yeah, I've seen that. Yep. He was on the show a few weeks ago. What an awesome, awesome kid, man. He's got a massive he's future gonna, ahead he, of him. He is, uh, he's going to. Uh, I really like uh, Harry. Yeah. He's got a... Uh, that Southpaw unusual style, but um, mm. I'm a big fan of him. So hey, just hey, hops around. Another shout out I got to give <laughs> is, my, is my boy Jason Mallier as well. You Jason, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen much of Jason? No, not too much. Not yeah, too he's much. good, man. He's uh, yeah, he's Australian champ. I'll, as I'll well. look at. I look at. Went to Russia and yeah, we've, oh, that's a, it's an exciting thing, man. We have got so many guys coming up. Exactly, man. There's so definitely talent here in Australia. And young pros as well. Yeah, both uh, amateur and, and, and professionals. So yeah. So is there anybody else you reckon we should be looking out for? Um, I know there's a few. No disrespect, there's a lot of few guys coming up, uh, in the rankings that are going up really high, and um, maybe might be in the picture. But I'm just looking forward, as in the fight. So looking forward at those top guys. Like I've moved up, I've taken the risk, mm. fighting like guys like Wayne Ryan and West Capper. I think I deserve someone. Oh, no disrespect, but anyone. I'm looking forward, you know, to progress in the future. Yeah. And what about what about traveling, man? Have you done much of that, or is that something you'd look to do with with boxing as well? That's something definitely uh, I would like to do with boxing. Um, you know, traveling the world and doing what you love is, is something definitely on the on the bucket list. Mm. Have you have you been overseas much? Um, I've been to just yeah, New Zealand, somewhere, but not 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 anywhere. Mm. I wouldn't mind looking at the states. There'd be something good. Nice. Las Vegas. Oh, maybe mate. one maybe one day. How good would that be? Oh, Dream come true. That'd be, oh that'd man, be, man, I'd so. love. Oh man, I'd love that to eventually get over to states and just watch a fight one man, day be because awesome. the atmosphere in those stadiums and you look Especially like when guys yeah, boxing. Like, boxing is so big over dude, there. It'd be yeah. awesome. So like Canelo when he fights. Oh man, even in in the UK as well, it's great. Exactly. We can get those even London just, shows. Even just going down to like um, the TMT gym, Wild Card. Mm. Be awesome. Be an awesome experience. I wonder what it would be like compared to here because we, we've got a good culture here, you know, and the boxing gyms are great. But mm. over there, it's like those those like places are like like just yeah. Revered. I think it'll be like something like this is what I personally I've never been, but I personally think that boxing is like AFL here. Mm. You know, it's just everywhere, and they just love their sport. They love their boxing. Yeah, and so. for a guy like you, I mean, no offense or anything, a lot of Australians wouldn't know who you are. But yeah. if there's like a a guy who's top of the pile in American boxing, they mm. they they don't pay for anything. Yeah. They're like top of the pile. Well, and hopefully like, now because I'm uh, hopefully now because at the moment Australian boxing is getting very exciting. You know, like you got the new generation of boxing, and I'm lucky enough to be around now. I reckon, and um, it's just looking better and better. Man, so. really, honestly, like you look at Jade Mitchell getting on Fox Sports, and I yeah. saw. Uh, man, I couldn't believe my eyes. I saw Harry Garside on Seven News the other day. Yeah, doing, doing uh, yeah, ballet. Seen that, doing ballet. And yeah. like Seven News and Fox Sports. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's slowly making a bit of wave. Boxing, and, hallelujah. Yeah, <laughs> about time. Yeah, no, exactly no, right. Good, so. Exactly. So hopefully yeah. you're on that train as well, hopefully, man. Hopefully, I think you yeah. definitely will be. Would Thanks, you want to look at? Would you want to go and do those Fox Sports shows or? Hundred percent. Any anywhere I can 
just seeing myself on TV, I feel kind of like a little bit famous, you know? Mm, yeah. No, man, <laughs> but, that's, uh, that's, that's it, bro. We'll, but we'll get there. I know it's going to take a lot of hard work, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll eventually hopefully you know, get there. do this hard so. work for chump change. That's you know, exactly you gotta do, right. <laughs> <laughs> got to have so, your eyes on the prize. Yeah. So a few so. years down the line, man, what, what, is, what is the ideal scenario for you and your team? Um, so like I said, everything's happening, happening so quick. I'm just looking to do the best I can in, in the sport and just give me it my all. Um, like I, I don't want to look back when I'm older and say, man, if maybe if I tried a little bit harder, I could have you know, got a world title shot. I'm just um, – so right now, I'm just basically just going hard, yeah, going hard and making the most of it and enjoying the journey, the yeah. memories and the friends I've uh, met along the way. So Yeah, well, man – you're so humble about it all. Oh. I'm trying to get you to big yourself up here. Like I'm, oh. I'm the man. I gotta work on. I gotta work on a little I'm bit of my trash best. talking. Here. You said you like trash talk. Give us some. Who, who, oh, who's man. a prick? <laughs> I gotta work on it first. Nah, that's this, it. So. No, it's don't don't change, man. Stay the way Thanks. you are. Thanks, and uh, when do you have an idea of when you're gonna be fighting next? Or um, we're in talks. Um, nothing's hundred percent yet. Um, just in talks with um, Hisham, Shamrock, and um, and Bowie as well. And we uh, we're all in talks now. <laughs> I know it's a little bit early, but we're starting to make some moves. Yep. So do you have a, a like a month in in mind that you'd like to return twenty twenty or just I'm early twenty twenty or mid or probably early twenty twenty. Yeah. I just want to start the year on high. I want to just go hard and make the most of it. Awesome, man. Well, so, tell everybody where uh, where we can find you. I mean, in, in your social medias. Yeah, and check me out on um, on Facebook, uh, Emmanuel Iman Carlos. Also on uh, Instagram, same as that. Give us a like. Give us a follow. And uh, you know, I support, uh, appreciate all the support. Yeah, and you're so. uh, posting regularly as well. It's not going to be a dead a dead page, yeah. you know. Posting <laughs> regularly, get to see all of his all of 100%. his stuff. So get on there, guys. This is one of the top guys. And Thanks, if you Jake. say you're a boxing fan, get on it and support your boxers. All right. Thanks, Thank Jake. You so appreciate much, it, man. Thanks for having appreciate me. Appreciate it, man. Cheers, see guys. you guys. See Bye. Ya.